0: All right, we we're presented by WinBet, betting as a team sport, but together at WinBet. We're joined by Anthony Beck. You all know him during the regular season for what he's doing on Jets overtime and Game central. But always good to see you here in America's heartland, Indianapolis, Indiana. Before we start talking about the Jets offseason, A.B., how has your offseason been today? Offseason? Yeah, it's been
1: great. <laughs> um, you know, since the season ended, uh, just wrapped up watching the rest of the teams kind of wrap the season up. Um, sent my son off. He's an early enrollee at Iowa State, so we dropped him off in January. I drove his truck up, and he's been there a little over a month now, so he's rocking and rolling and, uh, you know, getting he's diving in. So he's uh, getting ready to compete and play quarterback up there, so that was good. and So we're one less in the house. So me and my wife and my daughter's old enough to kind of do her own thing, so me and my wife had to do some things at the Pro Bowl. Well, I coached at the PA game. I was at the NFL PA game. I coached with uh, Marvin Lewis the tight ends uh, for that game, and then came back for a week back to Tampa. And then me and my wife went out. I had to do some things uh, at the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. So we did a Vegas to L.A. trip, which by the time I got to L.A., literally we were like we were staying out a little later and we were waking up around nine, which is 12 o'clock Eastern time, which that's not we're not in that world. So we're like, we got to get home. So we dipped out. Uh, right before uh, the Super Bowl, the red eye before, went home, slept, got up, watched the game. And now I'm here. So I'm here uh, at the event again uh, with the tight ends. So I am the, the NFL legend. Legend in the NFL terms means former player. So I'm the mentor for the tight ends. My second time doing it. And basically, wherever the tight end group goes as a group, I go with them, except to the hospital when they're getting MRIs and medicals and stuff like that. So any meetings, uh, when we go on the field drills, I'll be on the field with them. Just kind of, you know, anything they want to do. And I pull them aside. I talk to them. I bang on them early on in the week and say, listen, you all need to come to me directly and have a conversation with me. Pick my brain, ask me something so I can get to know them. I know some of the guys. There's probably five. Uh, there's six or seven I know. Right. And then the other guys, I know who they are. I just want to, you know, try to build a relationship and listen. I'm. I tell them I'm here for you. To the I want you all to play 12 years like me. That's my goal to help you give some of that information in a short period of time. But very attentive group, uh, very smart group, intelligent, mature. Very impressed by them overall. So somebody or a few of them are going to come out you know, Rosie in this draft, which would be fun to see. Uh
0: season. interesting because this is a position in need for the New York Jets, so you'd have to say that. But before we get into that, hey man, you were talking about all the sun and fun you were doing. You also went skiing.
1: I had some problems I back. Didn't I you? purposely uh <laughs> left that out for <laughs> for obvious reasons. When I was a kid, I used to have I used to go to ski camp. There was like I lived in Philly. The Poconos were a little bit of a drive, but in between there and the Poconos, there was this little man-made mountain called Chads Ford uh, Mountain. They called it, and I used to go there. I used to have little bunny hops, and and I was good. Like it was like <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and like every year I go back, they'd have competitions at the end with with the flags and going in and out and uh so i was like man there'll be some recall now i wasn't six five six six at the time obviously so my center of gravity was different i have not been on the slope since went on this trip and there's no practice hill so you either just go up to the top and they have a little more level hill you go down i did that hill yeah. and i i didn't fall purpose well okay i got off the the first lift i got off of i tried to figure i figure i'd be old able- i fell so i fell down right out the chair right then after that, I was good. But as I was going down, there was some tricky turns that had a little speed. And I, didn't, I didn't fall. I just. I purposely fell because I was heading towards the bushes on one side in the, in the woods, and then I was going to fall off the mountain on the other side. So I had to land. And one of the times I landed, it was a little faster than I wanted to land, but I had to sell out and risk it. And I landed on my hip, and it kind of jacked my lower back up. I went back. To the house, and I actually posted a picture. Day two was me in a jacuzzi, in a jacuzzi, well, yeah, hanging so out. Man, I was trying to loosen it up. I was going to give it another chance. It didn't work out, and I went home on the plane um, when we went back, and my back just blew up. So I'm back now. I can walk. There's no pain. I'm good. I got my chiropractor to to jostle it. Look up at a little you. Bit. So I'm, I'm <laughs> back to new, like it's never happened. But yeah, that was a fun trip, but painful one. A uh, so.
0: back better than ever. um How about the Jets here this off season? Um, the draft, obviously, number four, number 10 selection, yeah. so two picks in the top 10. That's pretty rare. In fact, both New York teams have two picks in the top 10. Then you have four picks in the top 38 overall. But before we get to the draft, I think we're always so far ahead of the uh, it was ahead of the curve, so to speak, because free agency precedes everything, and you're yeah. going to be addressing some of your needs in free agency what does this team have to do in free agency
1: it's always tricky in free agency right i mean you know i felt like they had a really strong free agent class this year and guys got hurt you know it's like you can never really you know you just you don't ever think that's going to happen but it just this was the year where that was but i think those guys are still going to be players that are going to help this team moving forward in a big way if they come back 100% so number one i think you got to be strategic as always i mean you you want to get a guy There's guys out there that are playing for that paycheck. They get paid, and do they still love the game the way they loved it to get that check, right? And
0: that's something that Robert Sala always talks about.
1: Hard to diagnose that, in my opinion, sometimes. Because, listen, you know, some of these guys are selling something to that point. You really don't know in their mind, like, what's driving them. So uh, you hope that you can do enough research and talk to these guys that you can trust somebody to say, all right, their skill set is exactly what we're looking for. You know, okay. Clearly, he deserves to be paid in the upper echelon at their position. Are we going to get that same dude every single day? And look, the good coaches, the GMs, have been around this business long enough, and there's a plethora of them in the Jets in the Jets uh, offices that yeah. that've been there and done that. They should have a good feel for that. So hopefully when they go in there and look at certain guys, they get a good feel and they get the right pieces because when those guys become healthy from last year and then they're available and the, all the great draft picks that worked out well for the team this past season and now you're adding all this draft capital and you got a little money to spend just to make some fine tuned and tweaks, Man, you got to be excited if you're a fan. I mean, everybody, everybody wants it to happen now, but there is a process. There is a plan in place, and you know, I I I got—I promise you, there's a there's a lot riding on this draft because you do have, like you said, some really good potential spots to get really valuable players on your football team
0: as we stand here right now the Jets a little bit under 50 million under the projected salary cap now you do have they aforementioned number four and ten overall selections so if you keep those selections you got a lot for money there so maybe you have a little bit under 40 million to play with with that being said Jets 18 players who could become unrestricted free agents when free agency begins March 16th. That list includes Braxton Barrios, Jameson Crowder, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, Fulorenzo Fadikasi, Joe Flacco, uh, Lamarcus Joyner, and Marcus May, plus. Morgan Moses, Morgan Moses. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you know, obviously, guys that stand out on that list that you know, if I was just saying, man, I'm going to try, is uh, Braxton uh, Barrios is clearly a guy that you know that whatever you do payment wise to him, he's going to be the same dude. He's just that's what he is, right? Excellent special teams player. You know, got kind of messed. Well, he he made he was all pro, but didn't no, make not the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he But right. not the Pro yeah. Bowl, right? Yep. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, clearly, people recognize his skill. And look, he is a free agent, right? So uh, there may be some competition in that in that wheelhouse as well so hopefully there's a priority for him i think he's important to the team and he gives you outstanding depth of pretty pretty much a starter kind of guy in the inside but yet you know you got that piece there you know, God forbid, you know, Jameson crowd. We'll see what happens. Clearly we have some young receivers. You got some depth there. He'll be you know, an older guy, you know, probably in a, a, an area where you might say probably not. Uh, the doctor, I mean, listen, he had his opportunity. He came in, You signed him, he got back on the field. I got to assume having an offseason training again and all in for the next season, he's going to be a much better player. Yeah. And I think he's going to like. it's going to drive him. To, to do what he's doing. So, you know, you're trying to work around him and see what his worth is. Patakasi, to me, I was on him early in the season. I just felt like he stood out more than anybody mm-hmm. initially. And, and clearly, it showed by his numbers and whatever ranking you go by that he was clearly a a factor on the defensive line and the inside. Big body guy, strong, did a lot of good things. Can you bring him back? It'd be a nice piece to have back. Again, you got that that money to use. And then, and then I think, you know, look, joiner we've never seen him play so I, you know you just don't know how that's going to work i would assume probably not the route they're going to go being the, the question with the injury marcus may clearly we all know him well um you know listen he's, there's a lot of things around that yeah. that have to be settled and and see and and how it works out and you know, look morgan moses man he stepped in did a hell of a job him fant those guys played excellent this year i think that the overall the, the sense of the offensive line maybe from outsiders that didn't see it what was going on? Maybe thought, okay, this was a down year. I, I think they played well overall as a group, and you didn't have Beckton. so you get these bodies back. You got a lot more competition. Can you keep Morgan Moses after what he did this year? Uh, you know, maybe a little expensive. He may get some opportunities. There's hard to find linemen in the league that can that can help you that are were backup starter kind of guys. He's one of those guys. So that's kind of how I see it. I mean, you know, clearly, you know. Barrios is there, but now you can open up the, the 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 door a little bit on some other guys outside of your team, right. And see what uh, you can find help. Well, there. from
0: a player's perspective, because you have been in those shoes before, how do you weigh getting more money and also versus maybe a place that? has developed you that you trust the coaching staff that maybe you like where you're living maybe your wife likes where you're living uh what goes involved there Uh, yeah i mean look
1: free agency if it's your true free agent year first time hitting it you know it's hard to pass up if you get some dollars that are out there i mean um you know obviously you want to go somewhere you're loved uh clearly i'm sure if that home team wants you back and they offer you something and somebody else offers you a ton there's love on both sides you know look you're talking about long-term you know, financial, uh, you know, living for yourself. And you owe
0: that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. you do. You know, and, so that,
1: again, if it's close, that's, that's something to talk about. If yeah. it's not you got to maximize it because nothing's guaranteed in this game. Not even the money that they're offering big picture is guaranteed on that contract. So you got to take what you can get. And then hopefully, you know, you're blessed with health and then you can continue to play and make even more money. So I think to me, you know, look, guys want to win. Guys want to would love to stay in the place that they're at. But at the end of the day, you know, and this, it's just like any other business, you know, you play football, it's a business to you. You have to treat it that way. And I think when you're on that first, For the guys that are on that first thing, first uh, free agency trip, you got to look at everything and then clearly you want to maximize yourself financially. The
0: the great thing for the Jets and all the other teams, your guys who have the expiring contracts, you can negotiate with them all the way up to March 16th. So you do have the advantage coming in. But some guys are going to go in with the mindset hey, listen. I'll tell you right now, I'll consider you, but I'm going to test the market because I owe that to myself.
1: Yeah, no doubt, and they they'll use that as leverage, as you know they'll have. Okay, well I got this now, I can go in the market and see what it is, and then some teams will, you know, look, you got a week in the free agency to make a decision. If not, we'll pull the. So there's, you know, the, it's it's not as like okay clear cut. There some teams do put a little bit of a crunch on you as well, so it's a lot of pressure. You know, free agency is fun for you, you think it's just great. You see all these guys get paid, but there are a lot of guys that hit free agency that maybe feel like they deserve a little bit more, more action, and they're not getting it. And so they can drive Try out quick. It is a is a <laughs> it's a crapshoot for a lot of guys, and you gotta be really strategic on how you go about it and make sure your team around you. Understands what you know how the goods and bads can mesh with each other on those situations.
2: WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk free $500 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WynNBet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets, offer subject to change, terms and condition at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. President in new jersey if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117
0: we mentioned tight end is a need um where else like if you're gonna say like the top three needs for the jets from what you saw last year what would you say <clears throat>
1: well i mean clearly tight end needs to be addressed uh you know i think it'll be addressed in both free agency and the draft at the same time um i think there's a lot of value for some players that can really help the team um in this class in particular and then you know look i mean the free agent class isn't deep but you know dalton schultz is a guy that's going to be highly desirable for a lot of teams i think i think he's worth the investment for whatever team uh that's interested in him because you know he's just um, an excellent route runner very good hands polished out of his brakes uh, he he changes games, and he changed games with all the offensive weapons that they had around him. There, he was still a big time target yeah. for the Cowboys, and Dak leaned on him quite a bit. So, super productive. I don't know his know him as a person, uh, but you know everything I'm hearing is you know he's he's top flight, and and I'm sure he's somebody that they'll wine and dine and see if that's an option for them. So, uh, other positions, um, you, you want know,
0: more skill. You you're <laughs> always going to address the lines. We know that going in. Yeah. You think you need more skill, position, talent around Wilson as he continue to build this thing?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think draft is always good. You know, I think if you can get a young, um, a young guy that's, you know, it's hard. I mean, you're not going to go out and get a guy like, you know, a Corey Davis type of player. Right. Because you, you got that uh, when everybody's healthy, you feel like you have enough. But you do. Yeah. You do need to add more pieces and uh, it's a good receiver class as well, man, coming out. I mean, it, it's going to be hard to pass up on some players. When you're at 4 and 10, right, Yeah. Um, you know, even though you have some areas that you may want or you're leaning on safeties, corners, line and receiver. To me, it'll be one of those four uh, positions. Uh, There's a lot to like, man. There's a lot to like, and you never want to second guess anything because once you, you pick a guy and you're like, man, you're like, man, there's a clump of really good receivers in this batch here that we could add. Can you find a guy that can instantaneously make a difference like Elijah Moore did for the team when he was out there and when he was healthy? So, Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, look, weapons are big linebacker. Obviously, if you you can find some quality linebacker play to add on, uh, depending on how that that kind of works out next year. And then also, you know, secondary, you can always, always get better at the secondary at pieces. I think they have some good young parts there that are good. You just the depth is not quite there, so in the
0: safety position, you just mentioned May and go question marks. So
1: you need it. Yeah, you need a, someone's got to play it. So you got to find quality <laughs> talent, and uh, you know maybe there's a rookie out there that can jump in right now, but more than likely you're going to have to find another body. Uh, and there's some solid free agent uh, safety. I don't know if you have that list up. Who's out there? I I, I want to say there's a kid, the kid down in uh, uh, Tampa. Um, is available um while,
0: know, while you're going i'll hop to whitehead
1: that. yeah is he a free agent he's a baller man I'm, yeah <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure the now look buck's got money problems so i don't know how well they're going to be able to bring sign him he is a straight baller he he's a guy that teams are going to want and desire and look if you get him awesome in the run game outstanding range i love that kid every week because you know i i covered down in tampa mm-hmm. down there every game i watched he always showed up on the film and I you know from the coach's tape. And every single week when he played, he was a beast. So he I'm sure he'll try to be a priority for them, but in my opinion, you know, he he is a guy like, man, if you really need a safety that could step in and be somebody, he's that dude. I, I like him a lot.
0: And then Quandry Diggs is out there, yeah, he's got an expiring. The contract with the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, we'll have to see what happens with Jesse Bates. I mean, maybe they put a tag on him to make sure like he doesn't too. go anywhere. He's a very yeah, good player. Would think right? He was all think. he was all over the place for them. So uh, free agency is going to be very interesting. Let's let's move to the draft though. Mm-hmm. Could this be a third consecutive year where Joe Douglas targets the offensive line in the first round? And Makai backed in, and then he moves up. From twenty-three to fourteen, in order to get Elijah Vera Tucker. Vera mm-hmm. Tucker looks like the real deal. Oh, yeah. But at the top of this draft class, you're looking at Icky Ikwano from NC State, Good Evan player. Neal from Alabama. He's the, He's the best. Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Good and then- player. How about the Iowa Center Tyler Linderbaum? Really good.
1: He's not going to go in top ten, so he's, Linderbaum. he's going to yeah, he's going to go later. So he's not a ten guy. So you're really looking at like you know Neil is is he falling a spot where you can like okay yeah he, he's a plug and play guy and he's there if he's available at four I think you 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 seriously could potentially you know think about that. Um, uh, he's clearly the the echelon of the you class. like him. Yeah, the best. he's clearly the echelon I mean, it's not like. You know, I'm, I'm, we're, we're rocket science here. I mean, he—he's the guy that, that that does it the best um i think the 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 nc state guy's decent i gotta watch more of him the highlights i've seen of him are impressive that he reminds me of like makai Beckton. highlights running down the field super athletic athletic he's not as heavy as makai but he's a big long dude that just is extremely athletic loves the game he's got a lineage of athletes in his family i believe his mom's a track star his dad played hoops uh and basketball so his,
0: his brother plays in notre dame i think
1: yeah a twin isn't he a twin or a, he's a twin not as big he's a safety or a DB or something,
0: maybe. But but Aquano, do you project him more as a guard? Uh, I I think from the the people I've talked yeah. to,
1: it's mixed. Okay. I, I think yeah, he they few people feel like he could play tackle. I mean, I, as athletic as he is, I'd hate to waste him at guard. If I you know if but you know maybe they got it and they want to put him in. They want that kind of guy in their system. I mean like you know, to do to do what his skill set is inside, that that's fine. But uh, I think he's he's a tackle in the league for sure. A lot of edge rushers in this. Yeah, so uh, – I mean, and,
0: and and you mentioned injury before. This team hmm. looks entirely different if Carl Lawson is – I know. It, if he's healthy. But, hey, listen, Robert Sala can't get enough pass rushers.
1: <laughs> that, well, that's an interesting – A lot of pass rushers yep. in this class, right? So I think, you know, if everybody feels safe about the, the Hutchinson kid, right, so they feel like maybe that's going to kind of be like a J.J. Watt kind of guy come in. He can dominate, do his thing. He's got great work ethic. Um, you know, He doesn't get past two, right? No, I, I mean, I, I would say no. I would say no. I just don't think he will. I think the guy that everybody's starting to question and wonder, like, if he's mm-hmm. worth the value is the Oregon kid, uh, Thibodeau. I like him. I mean, listen, I played in a league where there was a guy named Julius, uh, Julius Peppers. Now, Peppers was a dominating player. But Julius would not be dominant every snap. Julius was dominant sporadically in a game, and he would change the game with some of the big plays that he made. So every game he played, there was something he did. And I just feel like this kid – now, look, they're going to sit down with him. I'm, I've never met the kid, so I don't know anything about him. I just know his it's film. It's a big week for him. Yeah, I, I just know he's a little different. He's always been kind of above the, 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 the caliber of players he's been around. And I think he's an interesting interview from what I'm hearing as far as some of the, the, the way he kind of portrays and goes about his business. But, uh, you know, people are starting to say, I heard McShay talk about people were worried about, um, you know, the passion or whatever it is. I mean, I don't know, man, he played pretty hard to me. I mean, (laughs) did he, did you feel like he showed up when you watched him on TV? I was like, I mean, this guy was tough to, you know, Ohio state game was, he was good. He was real good in that game. And, and they beat him. So um, listen, he, the 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 things that he does that are special are hard to find. So again, you got to do your homework. But yeah, I mean that's going to be a tough pass if he's in there in that in that realm as well. So it's not easy. So but at least you know those guys could be there sitting where you got to choose in between. And then of course we haven't got to, there's corners and safeties that are. Also vi- viable at that that spot as well.
0: Yeah, you're talking about Stingley from LSU and a guy who's probably going to have a very good week here. I think would be Sauce Gardner. I like Cincinnati. that kid. Yeah, I like he that might kid. be the top overall corner in this class. Yeah,
1: but... super long. He's productive. Um, you know, he's actually made plays on the field. You know, sometimes people are like, oh you know, don't worry about interceptions. Interceptions are kind of a big deal. Like, can he get the football right when it's going his way? And not many people threw his way. So he's just ultimately just really productive that way as well. You know, th- did he play against the? Elite Caliber receivers during his college career. I mean, I mean, look, I th- who knows I, there's a lot of really good DBs in the league that didn't play in, in the SEC and all these other kind of leagues. So uh, I know he's been coached well. I know he's going to have a maturity level about him. I know that he's going to have a, a toughness about him. I know he's going to have a discipline about him that you know people are going to embrace. So. Um, coaches are going to really like him, and, uh, you know, he is going to be off the board fairly quick, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, a sauce gardener. Remember that name. All right, so let's move to your position group, the tight ends. We had an opportunity to watch Trey McBride on the national roster down in Mobile, coached up by the Jets. Uh, Ron Middleton, he'll be uh, taking care of. Uh, the tight ends on field work here in Indianapolis, but he's very familiar with this group. A lot of these guys are ready, including McBride. What do you think of him? Uh, Ultra productive in college, really good hands, willing blocker.
1: Yeah, so you know one thing that I know is just seeing him in person. He's not very big, like yeah. as far as muscular wise, but I think he's like two forty five. But he plays heavier, right? So he's like more. He's an aggressive blocker. He's very, you know, he wants to be a, an attacking guy. He understands it. He's got that attitude to do it. But man, he's you know he's he's a ball player, man. He he goes out there. He can catch, run all the routes uh, in traffic over the middle. Uh, super productive numbers. I think what, he caught 90 balls, I think, this year or something like that. Just uh, really good. Clean background. Um, you know, his brother played with him at, at, at Colorado State, comes from a family. He just loves ball, man. That's all he does. I got a chance to talk to uh, so an old coach that coached him, Frank Leonard, been around. Uh, the NFL and college game for guys who's been coaching for 40 years reached out to me a couple weeks ago and said, hey, man, I don't know if you're going out to the combine, but, you know, go up the tray, meet him. He's exemplary guy. He is such a tough, hard nosed player. He's he's got no weaknesses. So I don't know. Is he a kind of a Kittles guy, mm. uh, you know, where, uh, again, Kittles is undersized, but he blocks pretty well because he. He knows how to use leverage and attack and get his hands on guys quick. I think that's something that Trey does well. And Trey can, you know, movement-wise, uh, getting in the slot, I mean, he's dangerous. You know, but he's he's not super tall. But, again, I, you know, he's been effective in college. Now, people say, well, you know, can he do it at the next level as efficient as he did in the Mountain West? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, yeah, it's a little different uh, skill set he's going against. But that hasn't deterred him. I thought he had a decent week. At the Senior Bowl yeah, as well, and he, he had a blast, did. and uh, it was good, again. And a touchdown
0: catch in the game, too.
1: Yeah, you don't ever want to be the coach coaches of that game, but when you're there, what a nice advantage it is to be Huge around opportunity. those guys as
0: well. Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina, small school. Yeah. Um, he's got big-time potential, though.
1: Slender, athletic guy, uh, super, super good Route Runner just uh you know pretty much won every matchup that he had in college. Uh played in the Sun Belt again. Is that a question mark on how it translates? I just you know he's very fast. I think he'll he'll test well. Uh he told me, I believe he's t- he's doing everything, so he'll go out there and uh and and show what he has from an athletic standpoint. Uh catches the ball well. Um you know gets in the end zone quite a bit, so he, he understands red zone and routes and, and scoring. I want to say that I read a statistic on him, I think, uh, I don't know something about his. Uh, well, I know his yards per catch is like 17 plus yards or something like that. Ooh. So, guy can get down the field. He's got he's got speed to cut through and be a factor down the field. Which you know, again, tight ends got speed, but you know those intermediate, you know, 15 yard max, he can really slice the seams and and get down the field as well. I like him. I think he's going to be efficient. You know, again, how will he do against? Um, I don't know if he really stood out in the Senior Bowl. But I don't think he hurt himself either. And I think, uh, you know, when you talk about what he did and what he's going to do, what he's already done at uh, Colorado, or excuse me, uh, in the Sun Belt, Co- Coastal Carolina, how that translates in the league again—that's that's for the fine eye of the scouts and how they feel about him in this process.
0: Uh, Rocco Beck's going to be playing quarterback at Iowa State. A guy who he won't be throwing the football to is
1: Charlie Kohler. Well, two guys really. Yeah, Chase Allen is here as well, yeah. so they got two tight ends. <laughs> uh, the only school that ha- uh, the only school that has two tight ends in the building uh, at the tight end position, but Charlie's phenomenal. Now yeah. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to stay unbiased out of this okay. because. Obviously, I've watched all their games because I have interest in that team. But, um, you know, Charlie is number one, is super, super smart, like to the point where like he's going to walk into the building and be the smartest guy in in, in the room. But he also has an outstanding personality. He's funny. He's kind of that character kind of guy. So he's got a good mix. Now, Charlie, as a football player, long arms, long guy, like just a really intimidating kind of a guy when he runs in his routes. He's going to be a matchup problem uh, versus any safety or linebacker in the league. What he brings to the table, I'm not quite sure what his, his time is going to be. I don't know what he's – he's got a little hip flexor, so he's still working on what he wants to do at the combine. He wants to do it. But um, his his ability to find space and just be there for the quarterback – to me, is bar none the best of anybody in this draft. He's got a good feel. He does. He knows holes. Quarterback knows bam. He's going to be in a spot. He knows how to get off the linebacker, play against leverage. Uh, He's really good just plucking the ball. Everything's natural. Nothing hits the body. And, uh, again, he's going to come in and pick up an offense in, in a week, and he's going to be able to play and utilize everything that he's good at. He's going to be able to put that on the field sooner because he's not going to be overwhelmed with a new playbook and all this other stuff and i think that's huge so i'm a big fan of him um you know again any anybody that can be the quarterback's friend right now and you know look he's not a dog at blocking but he came from an offense that asked him to do those kind of things and he did it so uh, again the 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 tight end position is much different now uh, what they're asking him to do if you can block Admirably, or at least you want to do it, that's a bonus, in my opinion, because you just can't find those kind of guys. But
0: there's no Anthony Becks coming out of this? No, 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 (laughs) no, no, there's not.
1: I mean, you know, it's, um, there's a kid from, uh, Oregon State, uh, Tegan, uh, I don't even know how to say his name. Quitoriano, his name is. Okay. He, he came from a blocking, uh, kind of, he did a ton of blocking for him this year. He's a good looking kid, though, like body wise. But, you know, look, in this league, man, you need, you need guys that can produce and um, in about, the passing game. And yeah. he's the guy that can, you know, he's, a, again, going back to Charlie, he's a guy that's going to
0: be How to about play. Jeremy Rucker from Ohio yeah. State? Now, when you're playing at Ohio State and you got those kind of receivers every Saturday, Sucks. that means you're probably not Sucks. getting the ball Sucks for much. you, right?
1: Why didn't you transfer? No, I mean, uh, look, he's, he's very talented. Uh, he, he can block. Uh, he made some really nice catches uh, for this football team uh, throughout the season. And it's nice to have those guys to kind of open up seams for you and run routes. Talked to him uh, briefly last night and some today. Uh he's got a little um uh planner oh, yeah. going on from the uh from the uh the game, which he didn't play in okay. at the senior bowl. So again, he's probably gonna wait till pro day. You probably won't see much of him action wise at the combine. But I mean, yeah, I mean, look, he's
0: I grew up a Jets fan. Did he really? Yeah,
1: Long Island. Oh, now see, I didn't even know that. See, there you he go, should, man. You should, you should me into all, the tight end. Should, well, I didn't read all the bios yet on these <laughs> kids, but I'm kind of disappointed he didn't come directly to me and start mentioning those things. I mean, you know, did I, you tell him he played with the Jets? Yeah, he knew I played for okay, the Jets, but right. I, did, you know, some
0: he, of these young guys probably don't even remember you.
1: Yeah, but still, you know, if you knew I was going to be your mentor for the week, you know, at
2: least Google search for you and figure out. Uh, uh, but no, I'm, not,
1: I'm not going to hold it to him, but that's awesome. No, that's good. So uh, I got I to gotta talk to him more about that.
2: WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNN Bet winbet.com to start winning winbet an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the new york jets offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in new jersey if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117
0: so we're looking at the top 10 right now on the monitor jacksonville number one in uh detroit number two then the texans number three you think jacksonville is definitely going to go on offensive lineman for trevor lawrence and then Is Hutchinson coming off the board? Is that the natural fit? The Michigan kid stays home and goes to the Lions. Do you think that's what we're going to end up seeing?
1: I think there's a possibility. um, Yeah, you got to protect Trevor Lawrence, right? So I I think Evan Neal is a a capable guy that you feel like, okay, plug, play, boom. Yep. Um, Do they have – they only have one pick in the first round, the Jags? I believe so. Yeah, so, I mean, it's – You know, I think that's going to be kind of crucial, or I see them taking a pass rush. I think that's the two things. Do they feel good enough about maybe free agency or what their line is now or what they have after they evaluate? They think, you know what, it's okay, or they like, you know what, we need to get a guy like Evan Neal that just – we can forget about him and we don't have to worry about it anymore. So, um, you know, if you have those kind of guys, that clearly is going to – if you don't have a line, your quarterback has no chance of being successful, period. I don't care if he's a runner, thrower, it doesn't matter. So if you have a chance to get a guy that can start plug play – take them it doesn't matter if he's number 1 now because the value of these guys it's different how they pay them so you can sleep at night knowing it's, it's there's there's value with that pick it
0: feels like they have to go offensive line because that is the guy Trevor Lawrence is the guy and seems like a great fit Dan Campbell you think about what he's teaching uh, the culture he's trying to bring there with the lions uh, Hutchinson just seems like a line. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, he, he kind of epitomizes the uh, persona of Dan Campbell, right? Yeah. He's that <laughs> exactly. kind of dude, and yeah, of course, you want guys that can buy in and do those kind of things as well. So yeah, I think that he fits well into that, to that scheme, that organization, and of course, you're right. The fandom within that area, being a Michigan kid, that'd be kind of cool. All
0: right, so what do you think about the receivers in this draft? Uh, Drake uh, London yeah. from USC. You got mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. Maybe either one of those guys come off the board first, but The list is pretty deep again this year, and there might be some thought process if you're a Jet and you want them to go wide receiver that, again, there's depth in this class. You talk about Alave, and then you talk about Jahan Dotson from Penn State, but it goes well beyond guys (laughs) like that.
1: Listen, man, there, there's a lot of dudes that can help your team. And, uh, hell, they might all go in the first round. Right. I don't know. That's I mean, true. You know, I mean, there's just so many guys. But that upper echelon of guys, you mentioned them. Uh, I mean, you know, even, like, I sat down with uh, Mechie. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's probably not projected in the first round. But, man, that dude's ready to go. Like, he's a guy he's going to sit in some of these meetings. And coaches are going to fall in love with this kid. Uh, well-spoken, mature um well traveled uh, throughout uh you know being you know he hadn't seen his parents since he left for college well wow. they live in uh in in canada yeah and uh he's just really like you know me and tory holt tory holt's the mentor for the receivers all the guys left me and tory are having some food guess who comes over to pick our brain mechie from oh really i man and, you know listen i just those things stick. the alabama kids are good but jameson
0: williams is another guy
1: i here. know he's just he's a stud uh, it's coming off the injury right so it's like man what you know, if he's there at the top of the second uh, I, round and you're the Jets? I, I look, he's all, he is he's awesome. Yeah. You know, if the knee checks out, I mean, I I gotta think. You know, knees are like another injury these days, so they usually come back. But man, that dude's a stud. Um, the Ohio State kids are good. Um, you know, the, the Dotson kid may have the best hands in the in the damn in the draft. And uh, hell, I like David Bell. I, I, I kid David from Bell Purdue. from Purdue. Yeah, I know he's not in the first round world, but man, when you talk about picks, he could be sitting there at the I, top of the second. I think he is the smoothest route rather route runner in the draft. And uh, you know, I don't know what his speed is going to be, but I, I just know he catches everything and he knows how to get open. Very rarely do I see a contested catch from him. So that you know, to me. That will change obviously in the league, but a guy that can run routes good and can get separation and he may not have you a four three guy. Some guys run four, two, four, three and just don't know how to run routes. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. I'd rather have it the other way. Is he a four four nine guy or four five one, but extremely talented route runner that I know he's gonna be in the spot where he's supposed to be and can make plays? Man, I I, I that, lean on he's that. he's a though.
0: really savvy football player. I agree with you. I think he's gonna make a quick transition to the national football League Traylon Burks is another guy who's going to get a lot of love from Arkansas. He, Yeah, he's a little bit of a wild card. I haven't seen much of him. Okay. I just
1: know they keep saying Mike Evans with speed. That's yeah. what I'm hearing, you know, which is, wow, that, that's kind of crazy. And then um, Sky
0: Moore is another guy who is picking up steam From right Sky what, Moore is, is actually it? from, uh, let's see. Western Michigan. Yeah. yeah I, you know what? I... I He's probably got
1: speed, right? He's a speed guy. Is that his uh, mo, Do you know, Sky Moore? Yes. He. he he's, no. He, yeah. I don't know much about him. I haven't. I haven't dove that much into it. But he's I mean, probably.
0: He's, he's probably a four-three guy. Okay. Yeah. Sky so
1: Moore. yeah. Look, I mean, you know, they've had some productive receivers come out uh, of... Uh, the Mac from from Mac, and uh, you know, he may be there. I, I don't know if he's a a first round guy, but you know, I haven't studied him enough to actually make a you know comment on him, but I mean, listen, it's deep. It's a deep class.
0: So lastly, what do you think about the opportunity at hand for uh, Joe Douglas, Robert Sala and company here this off season and for Jets fans who've patiently waited, man, you will go for two to four. Mm-hmm. Now next year, can you make that jump to eight, nine, whatever it be in that contention that we've talked about, so much throughout the past calendar year i hope so uh i
1: really do believe that the jets department as far as general manager between joe douglas rex hogan chad alexander and and then you add everybody else phil savage like that's a lot of experienced guys that know a lot of ball and seen a lot of players they gotta have i know they got a plan right now it's the ultimate plan is having all those pieces available to you, right? So that you can see what you've got. They can grow and practice and be available, so that you can put it together on on opening day and let those kind of, let them grow. So you're those factors you can never roll into there. But I think they've done a nice job. I, I think they did a good job in the draft last year. Clearly, the most important pick last year is the quarterback. Zach has to take a huge step, huge step this year. Continue to help him. Uh, with players, feed him, get some guys around him. You got, he's got to have a great off season. Zach, I don't know him. I saw Zach in the off season, uh, in L. A. Uh, at the PA game. He's oh, doing he a did? little, yeah, doing a little signing out there, and just briefly, you know, just kind of spoke to him. But I was like, hey, man, just big offseason, go grind, go work. I know he's. I think he's bringing the guys down to Miami or yep. they're meeting up together like that work has to be put in and he's got to take a step. So it's going to be a big deal for him because uh he's important part obviously of this whole thing uh succeeding for everybody. But uh look, the the draft capital that the the Jets had, man, I think, you know, Joe's got to be super pumped up. I mean, I'm looking at it like man, this is this is a lot of pressure to find these the right guys, but you know, clearly they there's there's some kind of storyline that they got put together on how they want things to fall out and stuff. So this will be big uh, for them. And I know they got a a plan in place and they're going to stick with it. And, you know, if everybody's, I want to see the entire team healthy week one I want to see all the pieces there. I don't want to, and I want to see it for eight weeks. That's my dream. That's my, that's my wish for the season. All free agents are healthy. Everybody comes in rookies or whoever's playing is playing on week one to week eight. We can see exactly what we picked and, And and been through now is that a tough thing to ask it absolutely is but at least the key guys if we can get them there that's going to be huge for this football team and hopefully those strides are taken to get this team where they want to go
0: exciting couple months ahead for the new york jets and the fans exciting week ahead for this guy anthony beck they'll be with the tight ends throughout the NFL combine we'll see you soon brother awesome man thanks for having me